When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just want to say one thing, and this is really not, I'm not the level of thinking. Um, first of all, you know, all religions are basically, that their idea of God is different than ours, right? And, okay, I can understand that they believe in God, maybe they, it's not as purified as the Roman Venus, right? Okay, basically, the whole world believes in one God. The only thing is, Abraham Venus, mom is so purified, right? Mom is, there's no pictures, no names. It's mom is one God, and, and they're not so far advanced yet, you know? And again, I don't want to get involved in religion. There's only one religion that was against Mashiach, not only against God. The Christianity, their position is not to God. They want to take away our Mashiach. And what they do, they take and they bring proof from our Torah, right? And they, they make the work crazy because they take words from our Torah and turn them over, right? So that night, whatever it is, we don't learn Torah. And with this mamash, we bring a little bit of a mechitzele that they shouldn't have shlita over the Torah to utilize it for their purpose. Right? <laughs> what? Isn't that why it seems like... <laughs> No, no, you see, you say, I, Obashim, I don't want to learn Torah, and they bring a rise in the Torah against, against Mashiach, right? It's not so simple, you see, again, it's not even a level of argument, I'm just telling you, because the, the pagans to bring rise from the Torah, the Hindus don't touch my Torah. The idea of God is different than mine, okay, Malvotor, nothing against them, you know? It's not as purified as Abraham Venus, right? See, Christianity is very close to us, but they, they are taking our Torah and bringing eyes. You know, I, I think I told you I had the privilege to be in London for this, uh, was a big conference, about a few thousand non-Jews who identified with people, very special. Okay, and, and the crazy thing is, Ramesh Manishman is a Shabbat Kazan, I'm sure you remember. In Alpen. thank you, and uh, the way the way it was organized was that uh, I put 7:30, I don't know, from quarter to seven till about 8:30, because Shabbos was Shabbos Chazon in London begins 10 minutes after 10. That's mention. Very very nice. So I had much all the time in the world. The only thing is that the special thing after that after that they organized that the top people of the churches there and some people had a little. Mama is so sweet, they bought me matzah in gefilte fish, you know. Mama is really so much that I had to think about. And they wanted to take part in my shop. It's very sweet, you know. Tell me, Mama is very able, very sweet. And, uh, you know, I wanted to tell them what I think, you know, but uh, with love, you know, not as shown. So I said to them, you know, we're talking about the Torah. I said to them, let me ask something very straight. 
But there was one professor, he said, he's teaching God's word, you know, in a school. I said, you know, since we are so close tonight, so I can permit myself to say something. Let me ask you, the Bible you teach from, does it say there, an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth? He says, yeah, that's what the Bible says. I say, brother, do you really think that's what God said? Can you imagine Moshe Rabbeinu standing from Mount Sinai? And God says to him, an eye for an eye, if someone knocks out your tooth, you better get strong and knock your tooth down. Can you imagine that? So he says, uh, why, what, what does it mean? You know, I start telling them, and I open their hearts a little bit, that the whole toilet is completely mistranslated, you know, in the most terrible way. And this, the Mamash was like a vast, you know, like, this is, he is the Bible uh, expert in England, you know, top man. Mamash, after Shabbos, he met me and I gave him all the translations he has to get, art scroll and all kinds of swarm, you know. And he says, he, Mamash says, Mamash was Mamash from, from heaven, that, that you came because I'm going to throw out all the old Bibles, I'm going to study really God's word, you know. See, what they did, they mamish mistranslated the Bible in order to, to, you know, to do their thing. And, and tonight what we're doing is mamish, we mamish, we pray to God that should have no unique from our Torah. You, know? you see, it's one thing to do wrong, but bring a raya from the Torah that I can do wrong. That's very really bad. Uh, expert in England, you know. Top man, see. You know, what was so bad, and, and, and uh, I'm sure you, you remember it anyway from all the years. What's so special, what did the Greeks do? It's is, You know what it is? And uh, this is Mamish Basically, the Gemara says, Yavta the Kim the Yefes, Yefes is beautiful, the Yashkin Bola Shem, and it should dwell in the tents of Shem. So, that means, Mamash, we need them, because they have a, they have a very, very developed sense of beauty, right, let's face it. I don't want to say anything bad, you know? But when you walk in Borough Park, it's very holy, right? It's not overly beautiful. It is, maybe not. May show them, it's very sweet. I wouldn't say you, you just blow your mind over the beauty of the streets, right? <laughs> but then there are certain parts of the world which are Mamash beautiful, right? Mamash beautiful. And, 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 and I don't want to say anything bad, you know. I wish, I wish we would have more sense of beauty. Wish. So Rob Cook says the deepest turn in the world. <coughs> so what are they crafting about? It's very beautiful. The Greeks came and they wanted to make it more beautiful. The Torah says so. You have to look in the effort. Yishkem So he says they give out Torah. They have only right to be in the oven, not in the hechel. Have you heard anything like this? Mamish ge'oyne ge'oynes, you know? Yeah. They have a right to be in the oven, in, in, in the tent, but not in the hechel. Now, the hechel is the inner chamber, innermost chamber. You know, you can, you can make it more beautiful from outside. Don't get into my hands. Mm. Take a you know, blew my mind in itself. <laughs> what? Yeah, Mamish will be back. Do it your mom can tell from today. I said that Schnitzel Mamish was good. Look hard, brother.
there. Yeah, see, because they wanted to get inside, so we took away the outside. You see, after Hanukkah, we're not accepting that beauty anymore. What? That what? I think so, you know. <laughs> you know what we do? We, we, you know what we do? We said we have our own beauty. Mahadram and Amadram. We know already how to make it more beautiful. We learned from you. 500 years ago, I learned from you the trick. You know, if you learn, you don't have to keep on learning all the time, right? Obviously, you're not my rabbi in beauty anymore because you don't know how far to go, right? When I see my rabbi doesn't know what to do, I take another rabbi, right? Hopefully. Okay, Shem says, Yefes, you're not my rabbi anymore. To who? To Yefes. To what? In beauty, yes. The Torah says, Yafte Lekim the Yefes, the Yishkin Bole Shem. So it's not just a little Jewish press idea from Rabbi Shalom that let the Jews and the Greeks get together. The Torah says that the beauty of that Shem, Shem has, has a very deep sense of holiness, but Yefes has a very strong sense of beauty. So you know what we do on Hanukkah? You know what we do? We say to the Greeks, I tell you something. You maybe know what beautiful is, what we know of Mahadran and Amhadran. <coughs> we know how to make even beautiful more beautiful. But you know what it is? Um, you see, it's like this. Like, you see, all the other religions, they talk about the Oyha from outside, right? Christianity has a chutzpah to go into the hair. The Yidna waiting for Mashiach, the whole thing about Mashiach. And they take away our Mashiach, they say we have him, right? Well, you don't even have him anymore. You lost him. And you know, I mean, the whole thing, I don't even talk about it in Andrews. It's crazy, right? So? Yeah? What happened? What do you mean, what happened? Why did it happen? Like in the first, the second week, why did it all happen? Why did it all happen? Make yourself clear, know what you mean. Four parts of right? Yeah. You see, I tell you something very, very, hear what you say. I tell you something, you see, the base Miktish is, his mamish gives us car to hold out an exile. See, the first base Miktish was mamish, a base Miktish. The second base Miktish says, Achsidis, and Rav Nacht and other Rav was only built to give us strength to hold out the Mashiach's coming. And Mamish Chaneke is, you know, remember, not because of it, it's not written down, because it's still going on. Chaneke is still going on. You see, the world comes to us, and they want to get into us and say, we make it more beautiful. We say, we like your religion, you know, we like it, but face it, it's not beautiful enough to make it more, right? Your religion is not loving enough. You put in the real lovey lovey into it, right? So we tell them, listen, Take off, right? Not in the Hechel. And we're throwing out from the from the from the oil also because we don't want we don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why you see what they do, and you see what it is you know how they make it dark? By telling us that this is life, right? Because the Greeks don't say I want, I want to put life. You see? But in the Bukhadmetra, all the pagans, come say we don't believe in your God, we don't believe in anything. It, it, it's obvious it's dark, I have life. When someone comes to you and says I have a better life than you, 
That's real darkness, right? Imagine, I'm in love with this girl, she's very beautiful. Someone comes and says to me, listen, I want, I want you to take an ugly girl. Who cares? I have a beautiful girl, right? Someone comes and says, I have a girl more beautiful. And maybe she really is beautiful, you know? The Greeks have some beauty, right? Let's face it. And it's really hard to know the difference. Mom is hard to know the difference. And, and on only the Hashmonon, because it was so holy, that's why he needed a coin and not a melech, because it was so delicate that only the coin only the coin him could mamish save our lives. You see, you have to realize one thing very strong. This is Sokot Shabbatayla. Until Hanukkah, basically, we Yidin had just to fight post cause evil. There were people in the world, barbarians, people who want to kill. And we Yidin are human, we are sweet, we believe in God, we believe in not killing. That's not such a heavy fight. From Hanukkah on, something else happens. The world talks to you in the name of God. And the, in the name of peace, the name of beauty, right? Ah, that's already a heavy scene, right? That's a even scene if you have Claire to come more in the middle. Claire, can you all move closer? I'm begging you. Mommy, let's it's warmer, it's sweeter. Can you hold my guitar? And you know what it is? And I want you to know something very, very beautiful and deep. What is the most beautiful thing we even have? What's the most beautiful thing in the world? The most beautiful thing is Torah Shabbat That is the most beautiful thing. Can you imagine? There's one posik in the Torah. And can you imagine how beautiful? You know, the Greeks know how to write the words. Beautiful, right? Their calligraphy is very beautiful. It's outside stuff. You know what we do, what we do with the posik? Kabbalah, right? You put in the most unbelievable beautiful ideas in every word of the Torah. So you see what we did, after Hanukkah we decided that we concentrate on inner beauty. Forget about the outer beauty. But then, the truth is, you see, like, and it's very strong, you know, like, but Hanukkah and Hashemunah realize one thing, unless you really make it beautiful, even on the outside, Mamish, you have to put, it has to be so beautiful that you can attract the whole world. No? Okay, in Achsijah's Mamish is sweet, when you walk in there, and the Mamish need beauty. So they said, Mamish put it by the door, and Mahadrim and Mahadrim make it even more beautiful. Everybody knows that, this is very strong, that Bachanakilev mentioned, all the big rabbis, Mamish put them big, the Shabbos and Shreimu, and there was some rabbis was very special, I just saw it, who Mamish not only bought big the Shabbos, they Mamish, Mamish, Mamish bought everything new, not only for themselves, especially for their children. Should be rich enough to do that. Mamish, everything new for their children, so the children should feel not only clean, but Mamish beautiful. You know? Mamish, everything should be so beautiful. about
You know what it is? The truth is there's a gewalt opening in the world, you know? I don't know if I told you the story that uh, the gewalt story make it very fast, and I'm sure some of you remember it. Um, um, okay, I'll start there in the middle. The story is that when my first record came out, I got one Sunday afternoon, I get a call from a Yiddler, from, oh. I get a call from a Yiddler in Amsterdam, he says, I'm here in New York, and can I get your, your record? So he says, I have one here, you can have it. He comes to my house, he wants to pay me. He says, you know, I'm good, maybe at making the good, but I'm not so good on taking money. Just let me give it to you as a gift. Should sure take the money, right? And it was stupid. Anyway, a few months later, I get a letter from an abbey. You know what an abbey is? A bishop is a rebeller of just of the world, and an abbey is a rebeller of, of uh, monasteries and convents. He writes to me like this. I want you to know, one with the other, the long story, I heard your record. Because this person who got the record from me is a friend of him. He says, I heard your record. He says, I want you to know, I grew up in Holland, and I'm not Jewish, I'm a Christian, and the whole time, I, would, I just, I'm so angry at my own religion. What kind of religion do we have that we can kill six million Jews? But besides it, it is, I was waiting to meet one Jew who I can talk to. Because when I heard your record, I knew that you're the Jew I want to talk to, you know? The Gewalt. So he writes to me that I should please come to see him. He lives somewhere in a, in a, in a, in a monastery at the end of Holland. I was like Gewalt. Anyway, I came on my way back from Ertesrom. In order to make myself strong, I called up the mikveh in Amsterdam, and I said, I have to leave. My train leaves five. And I took this heater I gave the record. He went to the mikveh at three o'clock. The Gewalt, how much strong, to make himself very holy and strong. And we went to see this abbey in the monastery. He picked me up there from the train. He's, you know, usually abbeys are all people, as long as a young person. I mean, relatively young. He says to me that, um, first of all, he told me that he took my record and played it for Pope John, for Pope John. I give out. And I was not, not even a joke. And it was Mama, she got me an invitation to come to come to play for him. Yeah. It was a give out. And oh, what? It was Mama from the Khsid almost order, that's not true it's about it. The only sad thing is until it was oh until it came he took off already. But anyway, I want you to know that this Abbey is still he's going Shabbos morning to Shul in Holland, you know. And if I would press it, I'm sure I'm sure you I mean, he'll be my guy eventually, you know, there's no question about that. Right now, just, you know, one? Not last, you know. <laughs> At that day, when I was in Holland, you know, I would have told him, listen, I want you to come with me to Schleim and Mamish Tony, Shiva would have Mamish talked with. I just didn't say it. You know what, what Mamish got so much into Manishama? He picked me up there from the train. He says to me, I want you to know, that Pope John and I know that you're the chosen people. Because we know that you're the chosen people. It's a good bounce, you know? I mean, this is the, this is, 
This is the other side, right? This is it. I'm sorry, what? I'm no, no, he didn't say the name of all the Christians. It's just Pope John, I mean. <laughs> Obviously, this is, they don't know yet. Nobody know. told me that he said that know. they advanced enough to know that we are the chosen Kargabal. I know, Gaval. She would. But anyway, I want you to know something. Okay, I'm just telling you this. So I played there for the, there were 250 monks, you know. Yes. And this, and this, and this. With habits, right? With habits. <laughs> you know, it was like a vault, you know. And he told me that my monks are very, 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 uh, you know, withdrawn from the world. So I know he says, your cuts are very exciting, but don't expect anything of my monks. <laughs> you know what? They were jumping up and down like like wild herrings. It was like a about <laughs> And after that, it was very beautiful. in about springtime. It was between Rome and Pesach. We went out in the garden. They live Mamish, about 30 kilometers is the, third, the closest city. The Mamish, not in this world. And we sat down, we were learning Tillin. And they don't shoot because they told me that they want to know more about the sun. And I mean, they don't know any, any medroshim, they, they have no torsh about paper. And I learned with them with Tillim, and I'm telling you, it was mamish like, uh, I, I, I saw mamish, I have them in my hands. You know, if I tell them that there's only one way you have to be a yid, if, if, if I as a Jew would have permission, you know, to be a missionary, I would have told them, but it's not our way, right? So it's up to one show. I told you what happened to me in Germany this summer when the bishop says to me, he says, I want you to know you had those thousands of kids in your hands and appreciate that you didn't tell them they have to become Jewish, you know? Tell the whole story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole but then let me first finish this story. This is the way I <laughs> I don't know if I told you the story, so if I told you already, just pretend you're not there. <laughs> anyway, listen to this. Many years later, okay, there was one, the assistant to the abbey, Mamish I told him if I could talk him into going to Yeshiva, you know, he could become a go and it was Mamish like and he was ready I saw Mamish the way he was learning with me, you know. He was Mamish so open, you know. He says to me, if I could if there's any place in the world I could learn like this, you know. I did tell about as this, you know, that Israel and Yushlaim there are enough places to learn here. I said, I don't want to Talk you in or out, but just telling you. Anyway, many years later, I gave a concert in Curacao. Enough places to learn here. I said, I don't want to talk you in or out, but just telling you. Curacao is a, is a Dutch island. It's, it's a whole long story, it's not even important. The rabbi says to me there, I want you to know. And uh, you know, I arrived there and I brought my cousin and says, Who's playing with me? They said, okay, it's a secret. Tonight, you have an unbelievable piano player with you. But, anyway, we cannot tell you it's a secret. <laughs> so the rabbi, just I told him, tell me who it is, you know, I just want to be prepared. I promise I won't tell that I know. <laughs> so he tells me the story. That in Curacao, you know, it's a little island. And you realize also one thing, Curacao is the first the first stop where the, the Maranos 
went from Spain to Curacao, the oldest Jewish cemetery besides Spain. And you know, they have the island, they have, they have the island, they must know that they descend from Jesus. You know, in Curacao, I have no trouble. I don't need a cab. I walk on the street, a yarmulke, and sit there, every second car stops. And, and the mamas say, you know, we are, we are relatives to you. We are Catholics now, but we are descendants of Jews. Mm -hmm. What? That I don't know. I don't see. I haven't been in the shoe long time. The oldest shoes are your about shoes. Cemetery. Sand floor. But anyway, listen to this. They just fixed it now. Sand floor. That, that's possible, yeah. He told me so many stories that about the shoe that I already forgot it. But anyway, to make it very short, he says every year they have a gathering of all religions, like Catholic, Protestant, Lutheran, and whatever there is. And the one on the audience decides who has the best song, get a prize. He says that a new abbey came to Curacao, <laughs> now a new bishop. And the bishop called up the rabbi, he says, I would be very happy if I can participate in this uh, contest of songs, he says. You have to ask me, right? You're the bishop. He says, no, you understand. I want to I wanna sing as a Jew. I want to <laughs> sing for, for you, on the Jewish side. <laughs> they said, w you want to sing on the Jewish side? He says, what do you know? <laughs> he says, he said, I want you to know, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm a good friend of Shlomo, under me. I have all his records, but he says, the most important thing is I heard him in... in in Holland many years ago and I managed to know all his songs. I want to play his songs tonight and sing. Anyway, the chazan was supposed to sing was Schwach between you and me. The bishop sang some of my songs and Mamish took the whole island by storm. You know? <laughs> he has Mamish a gewalt voice, Mamish, Mamish beautiful and he played three eyes is Mamish a concert pianist. See, because before he decided, his mom is so talented. He is a doctor, and he's also a concert pianist. And mom is a gewalt, you know, mom is, and he's a bishop. Anyway, so he came that night to play piano with me, you know. And the surprise was he wanted to know if I recognize him, you know. It's a gewalt, what a concert gewalt, you know. But anyway, you know, people like this, their mamish. You know, sometimes I think maybe we overdoing it. You know, mamish, I didn't ask any of the tzaddikim, you know. What do you really do? You see mamish, a big neshama like this, only needs, you know, I, I was last year in Holland, and I down in shul, but neshamas kochai, I see the abbey walked in, you know. He's walking in. And he knows Hebrew perfect, you know. So he was telling this to me the whole time. You know, he's so idle, he doesn't come in with his crosses or anything, you know. How much comes dressed in like a civilian? <laughs> and uh, and Mamish, like, uh, Mamish, I hate to get to show me, you, you mean, know. You mean to say he's getting out of his habits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You know, Rab Nachman says, it's very clear, Rab Nachman says, before Mashiach is coming, all the big Mishomas from all over the world are coming to us here. No question about that. Mamish, everybody. Mamish.
I have to tell you one more thing, which is unbelievable. I don't know if you know this. On one hand, we see so many some of us even are falling off. Right? And then we see, on the other hand, we see a lot of big souls on the other side are coming to us. So there's a Gewalt Torah of one of the biggest rabbis. Just like this. When God, Moshe comes back, God says to Moshe, when they ask the Eden, if they want to receive the Torah. So the Yanu Kolo Am Yachtu, the whole, all the Eden answered back, yes, and received the Torah. So this Rebbe says, the truth is, there were some people who only said it because. What should they do, right? Or they even said, and you're part of a crowd. Well, what do you do this now? I don't want to. Geitachnisch, right? So he didn't want to, or she didn't want to. So he says, they are born many years later. They are born Yidin and they follow. Because basically, they really didn't want to be on my side. So you one of the biggest rabbis, I forgot about it. Of, I mean, not from today, from, from the old rabbis. He says, when you see a Yidel Chatzlum living Yiddishkeit, he didn't want to be on Mount Sinai. He was only there because everybody was there. On the other hand, he didn't say that. I don't ask specifics, I'm just telling you the title. We don't know. On the other hand, he says, when you see a Nanju coming back to Yiddishkeit, he says, okay, imagine God says, to this nation. You want to come to Mount Sinai? They answered no. He said, do you really think none of them wanted to go? The nation didn't want to go, but there's a lot of people wanted to go, private. Mm -hmm. So what their story is, that they are born as non-Jews, and they come back. So right now, it's Mamash's yes. traffic is unbelievable, right? <laughs> you know, it's Mamash's traffic, yeah. all the Eden. But you know what's so special? That on one hand, you know, it's so heartbreaking so many of our kids living in Yiddishkeit. On the other hand, God is Mamish purifying his people, those who really didn't want to be there. So they're not there, you know. Okay. You know, it gave, for me, it was a very strong consolation. Because I remember someone called me up and he says, Mamish, my nephew, Mamish Kefer. I started talking to him. And somehow after I heard the story, it was clear to me, he doesn't want to be a Mount Sinai. Push. Okay, you want to go away, leave, you know? I'm not stopping you, right? Maybe if I wouldn't have known this toy, I would have put He said, dear, but Yiddish guy, Mama, she thinks we have a law, we are rotten, the toy is bad. Forget it, you know? Okay, you want to leave? That makes sense, you know? But then you meet people on the other side. But they're so, you know, so hungry for Yiddish guy, you know? Unbelievable. Um, Hey, an unbelievable tale from Ralph Cook. Yeah. You have enough? Okay, good. Please, guys. Well, it's good you ask, you know, because it's a good title to know. <laughs> Pretty good, special prize, special prize. Really? <laughs> the, the which I told or which I'm going to tell? 
I think when I have a safer and it's crazy, I couldn't put my fingers on it. It's called Le, Le Kutub Yikon, from the Tomid of Hashem. And it's just, cra- it one, it's Torahs, one Torah does not connect to the other. Just someone collected Torahs, you know. And, and I found this Torah in there. Then I, I, after that I was looking for it all over and I couldn't find it anymore. So I don't know. But anyway, it's crazy, I couldn't put my fingers on it. It's called Le, Le Kutub Yikon. To me, but it's very special to know. It's a little consolation, you know, it just doesn't make you so happy when you see someone going to India instead of there to school, you know. Okay, maybe it's on his way out. I have nothing against them, it might be a big Mishoma, but his, his Mount Sinai is not for him, he doesn't want to actually go. The second of of Cook, again, this in a letter of Olesir, so I don't know exactly where this is from. He says that religion is going through three stages in the history of the world. The first stage of history is that everybody says, my religion is the only one and, and you don't have my religion, I can kill you. You're out. What? No, he says the first stage of religion is that everybody believes in his religion and if you don't have the same religion, I have the right to kill you. You don't deserve to live. The second stage of religion, suddenly we discover Mamish, we're all are one, we're all serving one God, and say, Gewalt, as the second stage. And basically, basically all religions are the same. The third stage is the other way around again. My religion is completely different than yours. But Gewalt, so you don't have the same religion, I still love you the most, right? So this is, you know, it's unbelievable, the depth of the Torah. You see, okay, I would say until the first, until the second world war, was Mamish you don't have the same religion, I want to kill you. The six million open gates that suddenly they won't realize, you know, all are the same, right? There's a lot of, in the air, where suddenly religions begin talking to each other. But now we're entering Mamash the third phase. That people realize, especially for us heathen, right? Because we always thought we have to lick the going, no. You know, I, I, I can tell, first from another religion, I'm absolutely not the same. But if you serve God, you go, you serve God, you I serve God my way. Might be completely different. But it's, it's a different thing. See what it is, it's very crazy. On one hand, sure, Mama, you also want God, but not, right? It's yes and no. And, and you know, what it is, the deeper you are, the more you can stand contradictions. You know, when you're in kindergarten, teaching you one-on-one, it's two or three. Don't give me, don't give me two answers, right? I'm not big enough to stand box, right? You'll ask Einstein, how much is one-on-one? He'd say, it could be one, could be two, it could be maybe zero, I don't know, right? And he can stomach all these contradictions. Because the higher you are, the more it's, you can stand all the contradictions. Remember Torah of Arthur Schiller says, why is it so hard to be a Jew? Because the Torah, every word is a contradiction. Everything we believe is a contradiction, right? On one hand, Mamish, God is everywhere, and God is good, right? And then we see so much evil in the world. On one hand, we know we have Mamish free choice. On the other hand, we Mamish know that I can lift my finger by choice, right? It, everything is a contradiction. And Rabbi Zulukha says, don't kid yourself. 
you cannot fathom it in our head. Because we have a human mind and this is, uh, this is divine, we don't know. And the holiness of us hidden is that we have big enough kishkas to, you know, we can carry it. I have to tell you one thing, and, and then let's change the subject from religion. <laughs> I have to tell you something unbelievable. You know, I don't know if some of you will remember. Many years ago was a big ecumenical meeting, and they was Mamish, all Christians' religion and all Eastern religions, and uh, Hubble Me was also invited. Okay. No, no, it was in 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 in. Mount Savior, this in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It was, like about, it was very special. At that time when, when Baba Ramdas was there, you know, I told you I was sitting alone with him under a tree and I asked him, what's your Hebrew name? He says, Ruben Chaim. I said, listen, Ruben Chaim, there's nobody here, just you and I and God. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how, long, mother's name. how long are you going to fool around like this, you know? <laughs> I'm <mean>, really. <laughs> Uh, this got to be a yid, you know? And it says, I know you have, do you think we yid don't have enough toilets for you? You're looking for deep toilets? <laughs> we have it for whatever you need we have, and billions of times more. So he says to me, he says, I'm fully aware of it, that you eventually have to be a Jew, but give me two years to fix my business. He told me, two years. This was 1973 or four. Okay, at that time, if you remember, when I got married, 1973, he sent me a telegram, and he signed Ruben Chaim, you know? Mother of Ruben Chaim, you know? <laughs> Very sweet. Because, you know, in my invitation it says, please come help us, one window in the Holy Temple. He wrote back, I'm completely with you in rebuilding a window in the Holy Temple, but I'm, I'm here somewhere. Yes, Mother of Ruben Chaim. Very sweet, you know? Okay. Listen to this, two years passed and uh, nothing happened. <laughs> so I, I, I sent him a telegram, please come to my Seder. You know? And Mamish, the Seder thing is he must feel so guilty that Mamish, wherever I am, he keeps away, Mamish. This was a real talk, you know. He knows. Anyway, so one day I'm walking into this uh, chiropractor. <laughs> At that time we lived on 91st Street, 92 was a Greek man. A chiropractor, Mamish, I'm without saying anything bad about others, but what everybody has in their head is Mamish in his toes, you know. <laughs> a Greek man, I don't even think he speaks, speaks English properly. But you know what his name is? His name is Shabbat. I'm sure it must be, you know, how, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure your name is Moshe, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Yom. Who knows? I'm, I'm sure he must be maybe, maybe, I don't know what he is. But he's a Gewalt. He's a Gewalt chiropractor. And he has Mamish of Sakoyach, you know? Anyway, one day I'm going there, and I see someone sitting there with a newspaper, Mamish, hiding. 
Brother Ruben Chaim sitting there hiding. <laughs> and I didn't want Nebuchadnezzar, I didn't want to step on his toes. So he pretended he, he want, didn't want me to see him, so I pretended I didn't see him. The only thing is, I'm going, I'm, after he walks out, I'm going in right there. I cannot help him, you know. I cannot close my eyes when he walks through the door. <laughs> so I said, oh, how are you doing? Oh, he says, oh, splendid, and walked away. Anyway, then, you know, Moshe, Moshe Roskopf in, in, in at that time, Peshele, mm-hmm. went to see him in Philadelphia at the big thing, Friday night, and they knew that, that I talked to him. So after the whole thing was over, they walked up and they said, Shlomo Kalbach sends a message to Ruben Chaim, good Shabbos. <laughs> they made it up on their own, you know. <laughs> it was Friday night, you know. So he says, ah, oh, he says, ah. Oh. He always reminds me of Shabbos, what can I do? You know? <laughs> well, that was it, you know. Then, last year, last year, you remember Zalman was with me before Pesach at this big peace conference? Yeah. Yeah. And Mamish, you know, Mamish made it his business to avoid to talk to me private, you know. Like, what can I do, you know? And I don't know how to, I don't want to overpower him, you know. But it's good also to know that when he sees me, Hazalman, he realizes it's time for him to we'll get him here. To think about it. What, what was I telling you before? It's in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I said something else. I was just going to tell you the last story. Oh, I started talking about Mount Savior. Okay, so here is for a whole week. Every religion had one morning service and one evening service. You know? What's divided? What, one day I done Mara. And everybody was dancing with me. It was very, very beautiful. And uh, one morning, Mamish Bahonet Zacham, I danced And everybody, I was saying the words loud in Hebrew and in English. And it was like about dancing. Okay, the conference was labeled a weekend. The conference ends Friday at 12. Okay, and Swami Satchinana was in charge of this whole thing. So here, the deepest question is, you know, Makabapatish, who's finishing the whole thing? Okay, there were such great giants there, you know, Mamish bishops, the Archbishop from London, and so, I mean, I, I wasn't even thinking of going to the last session because I knew they were not going to ask me. I was hanging around. And I was just packing because I wanted to leave early to be home for shops. Suddenly, quarter to 12, Swami Sachinanda comes to me and he's like this. This is like a wild thing to do. He said, I want you to know I'm in charge of this conference. For a whole week I'm thinking to myself, who should say the last word here? Whom should I give the last ten minutes? He says, I'm watching you and I'm watching all the religions. This is the word from an outside person. He says to me, I want you to know, I noticed one thing. That you Jews have the power of putting people together. You have the power of bringing God's oneness into the world. So I decided to ask you to have the last 10 minutes. It's a good It's a good you know. You know, sometimes, Mamish, you know, Mamish, I'm praying so hard, God, give me the right words, you know. But Mamish, good you know. Anyway. I'm in crime, yeah, okay, let's see.
Okay, we're going to see Major.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.